0: Welcome to episode 541 of the Lee Cast Podcast. I'm your host, Nick the King Cooper. Joining me is Aiden Frost Rockards.
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: And Colton Bluebasket Sweat. Happy Tuesday, Nick. Happy Tuesday indeed. Um yeah, we've got a uh, a good episode for you guys. No new patrons. We've got a a little bit of Lee Cast news, zero new news. It's been a quiet week for us uh, on on the uh, on the news front. We've got one five-starry. Uh, we'll do our manscaped ad read. Um, I think we're skipping over the guaranteed guffaws this week. Yeah, we don't Unless have anything said to, to talk right about. Now, yeah. yeah, We'll do a little bit of competitive league talk. Um, then we'll talk about NordVPN, Roundtable, and Mail Fight. Uh, Aiden, how was your week?
1: My week is good. Um, I played a bit of league. Um, I still have been enjoying doing community games. I played fucking Apeyzeria in a community game. I'm not sure if you guys saw the How good is from it? That. It's fucking stupid. They nerfed it a little bit, but it's still fucking, dude. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like a luck salt on a 10-second cooldown, except that it's that easier to hit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it's so gross. There, there uh, There's a clip in our Discord in our um sickest plays NA uh channel where mm-hmm. fucking poor um I think it's um marbles. I'm I'm pretty sure it's marbles. I, I sorry if it's not marbles. Oh. Uh, he's playing Xerath mid and. I just one hit him. I'm two and three, like, and I just fucking like one hit him. And there's no way he can do anything about
0: it. Like wr or just w. Uh, w auto. That's all. Oh wow, Jesus.
1: It's like, it's fucking stupid, man. It, I I would love to play more of it. Uh, I definitely feel like it's like a little bit not fun to play against in community games. So like, I might chill on that. Mm. Um, that being said, I only play on fun shit in community games. <laughs> uh, they, true.
2: They really need to um, give Jinx's W like a 300% AP scaling so yeah. that she can be the third AD carry with an obscenely long-range poke ability that shouldn't work, but does. Yeah. That'd it, be cool.
1: It, it feels very similar to like uh, AP Kaisa, except that yeah. Zary fucking goes through the wall with her thing and then autos you for another 400 damage. And yeah. also it's more than one person. Yeah, and it's, yeah it's AOE. It's, fu- it's, it's yeah. really, really dumb. Uh, what other kind, AD like,
2: carries can we put that on?
1: Yeah, we need we need a, a whole like uh bunch get, of yeah them.
2: get get uh Varus uh his Q shouldn't need any blight stack to 100 to 0 you, yeah. you should just hit it and you die. AP Varus is There's actually just Var- good though. He's good yeah, right now, yeah. it <laughs> It's Corky's it <laughs> pretty good right but not, now, he's a but, little different but not but. because he's going to Q you for 90% of the time. Yeah, your that's health. true.
1: We should just play full eighty carry comp where you're poking people with one of your abilities. That's, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's fun. Well, that sounds uh, like a nightmare. Yeah. So but fun. um, yeah, outside of community games, by the way, I think I'm going to do community games on Thursday if people are down. I'd play them a little later. Um, you guys are both sleeping by the time usually. Yeah. Um, but if, if anyone in our community wants to play, I'm going to be around probably 9.30, 10 o'clock EST-ish uh, on Thursday, play a little bit. Uh, might do some tonight, but I, I, I'm kind of unsure about that. Um, outside of that, though... Uh, my other parts of my week was I finished Dark Souls 3 Game's fucking sick by the way Oters. Game's actually insane And then I started Demon Souls and Game's fucking awful by the way It's one <laughs> of the least fun games I've ever played in my life It's just so shit and old um, I, I don't know if there's a human that has That didn't play Demon Souls Like the original That mm-hmm. thinks this game's good like I understand having nostalgia and like enjoying the game when you're younger and stuff and then probably thinking like the remake is really really good but I don't see how a single human could enjoy this game if they didn't grow up playing it it's just so fucking old is like that reality
2: I haven't played it so my commentary means very little but I I do think probably one of the biggest things that's negatively impacting it for you is the fact that you just came out. Of, of like Dark games, Souls yeah. two, Dark Souls three, like well, Blood Dark Souls Wars, like... two, I I would say is like kind of on the Demon Souls
0: level. Yeah, it's Dark like Souls a step up a little janky it. But like, yeah, I was okay. talking
1: to Michael from uh, Lola And he he was like, yeah, the worst thing I ever did Was I tried to play Dark, Dark Souls 1 after playing Dark Souls 3 And it's like, fuck, I am just fisting myself Because yeah. I went Sekiro, Bloodborne, mm-hmm. Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 3 And now I'm going Demon Souls, Dark Souls 1 <laughs> um, Yeah,
2: right, like, you've, you've experienced the 15 years later Better game design, better controls, better everything And now you're going back to the original version Right, where, like, yeah why right it's it, it's like if i handed you a computer from like 2001 and i was like go ahead go it's use this
1: like the bosses like i'm having easier zero issue than any of the bosses um yeah. but it's just like getting to them there's just it's just fucking hordes of mobs and it's just fucking miserable the entire time the controls feel like shit the cameras shit the fucking levels are shit oh it, it's so tilting man and like <laughs> maybe it's a, like a get good thing i have a fucking spreadsheet that i have together if uh, i mail link it in our discord where i have like tracking all my like Bosses and like the deaths to them and stuff like that. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: think I'm doing, pr- I think I'm doing like above average compared to most like people who play these games. I don't think I'm great at them. I mean, I only started playing them like a year or so ago, this like type of genre of game. But
0: no, your Dark Souls 3 was was really good. My Dark Souls
1: 3 is clean. My Dark was Souls 2 is like a little rough, but uh, yeah. And then this game, I fucking haven't died to like the first three bosses in the game. So like, I don't know. It just feels like I just died of fucking just getting swarmed by mobs 100% of the time. So yeah, <laughs> but uh yeah anyway so that's kind of my whole week only other thing is uh that i guess that's more league cast news we'll get to, into that in a little bit i guess but uh what about you colton
2: uh, my week has been pretty good i uh rachel was out of town for the weekend she was visiting her family so i reverted back to my bachelor colton days and played video games non-stop till three in the morning both uh <laughs> saturday and sunday night but not league right uh not a t- i i played some league this week actually i played like Ooh. an aram two ranked games and one game <laughs> of clash the clash game was awful our was only our one bot- game of clash yeah yeah only one <laughs> game of clash because uh after <laughs> after my allies it it was it was fun because there is a language barrier so i couldn't actually really <laughs> communicate ah. with them um and our bot lane picked nami lucian and like Died level two to Jinx Leona and proceeded to like int the whole game.
1: They do say emulation's played... a weak lane, so <laughs> true. Yeah, <laughs>
2: unless you're unless you're really good at the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forget what team was is making that argument. Yeah. Um, ahead, but dudes. yeah, I played Corky and I was like really strong and like mega farmed. Like I went basically even in lane. I was just like farming, pushing, like roaming to steal camps. Like We just never got to do anything Because we our bot lane was mega behind And their jinx just Blew through everyone We didn't really have a, a proper tank um, mm-hmm. But my two solo queue games I won because I played MF and Ornn um, No I played MF, MF and, and Tom Kench <laughs> <laughs> um, I played Tom Kench Support But I just became a carry And uh, characters kind of fucked like, Not so long i i was playing support and i did the most damage by like yeah i, I outdamaged our ezreal by 2000 and outdamaged everyone else in the game by 6k <laughs> i was like level four and i 1v1 their rengar in the jungle Jeez. <laughs> it was so dumb um yeah tom kench is, is kind of fucked but i think i'm gonna be playing some more ranked here real soon nice um if you, the, oh, if
0: you end up playing MF, by the way, I think you should build exactly the same except build Leandre's instead of Eclipse. Um, it's disgusting because you don't you don't need like the lethality or anything. You you already do like a ton of damage, but the E just turns you like you you just need E plus Leandre's and and you're actually a character without your ultimate as well.
2: Yeah, I I have played the Leandre's build. I don't like it as much mm-hmm. um, because like. You're a character without your alt, and that's good, but you're like significantly weaker at like three and four items. Fair sure um, enough. Because like the hey. the thing that I really like about this build is that like it looks like you're just an alt bot, but because you get ninety percent attack speed from your W, and you can use your Q auto reset, like you you're an actual eighty carry, even though you
1: have no attack speed
2: items. Mm-hmm. What I'm just oh. saying
0: I saw I saw it on the LCS which I watched this week. Ah. So, that's well. a fucking
1: Vigar V2 build that he's been touting for fucking <laughs> the last uh, mm-hmm. like 5 months. Like <laughs> yeah. it has its place for sure. It's just like it's a yeah. little different. Like I personally don't like it either. Um that being said, I, I think it I think it's good. It's obviously a very good mm-hmm. build.
0: Yeah, it's a good build. It's just maybe not your the play style that you like
2: to yeah. play. Yeah. Like I this I think fine.
1: it's it's way better
2: like harass and again, I think it's probably stronger like two three items and like securing those earlier team fights because you're not just an bot, but I, I, there's like no way it matches damage past like four or
1: five items I mean, yeah her fucking late game when you go full lethality shit is so crazy
2: oh it's obscene um but yeah outside of that i've also been playing a fuckload of don't starve that's uh been my pretty big game mm. like this weekend i was talking to some friends about it a couple weeks ago because they were like just starting it and it got me back into that game and I've been playing way too much of it and really enjoying it and looking forward to doing some of the later game content that I haven't really done before. Uh, Cause I normally like run out of energy or d- start dying way too much, yeah. like before you can do that shit. Um, but at this point I'm like coming up, I think I'm like the third fall and I, I've got everything I could possibly need. So, yeah, nice. that's that's pretty well my week. Nick, what you been up to? Uh,
0: I think I played Arams on my main. And then um, I played a ton of ranked on my Smurf. Um, I mean, it went all right, I guess. Um, some games are just not fun. But that's all right. Um, I played a lot of uh, um, Cho'gath on my smurf. And I think the I think Choga's actually like disgusting. Uh the champions really really good if you're able to hit Qs, which is like a big if a lot of the times, but Yeah. I it's feel like easy. one one Q is a guaranteed kill and there's no way to 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 not kill them. Um aside from that, I did end up finishing Outer Worlds. Um I mentioned which uh options what like what ending I picked. Um, in the Discord, so if you're interested in that, you can check that out. I thought it was a, a good game; definitely worth the time if you're um, someone who enjoys the uh, like Fallout Oblivion style like games. Uh, I guess it no, it's closer to uh, I said Oblivion, but I meant Elder Scrolls. It's closer to Fallout than it is to um, to Elder Scrolls. Um, yeah, but it was good. I enjoyed it. It was it was fun. Uh, the second the well, the first DLC, I guess I played second and that one really picked up i enjoyed that one a lot more uh towards the end oh yeah so awesome um i think that's it for me so you guys want to talk about uh some lead cast news
1: yeah so the lead cast news is we're recording our patreon episode tomorrow i'm really excited about it it'll probably be out either tomorrow night or uh thursday night um thursday night's probably more likely i would assume uh but it will be out uh, before the end of the month um outside of that uh only other thing is that i think we're gonna add a new section to our discord i haven't talked to you guys about it but i'm assuming you guys are gonna be cool with it i was suggested by one of our listeners um uh dragoon and they said hey you guys should have a section in the discord where like people can suggest topics for the show if you guys ever have a slow week you can go through this and like oh here's a topic sort of thing that we should discuss uh so i think we'll add that as like another listener engagement type section in our discord so be sure to check that out and give us some stuff to talk about
2: nice that'll be fun yeah, and if people suggest stuff that you don't like, make sure to put little stickers on it to say boo. And then if there's stuff that you really want us to talk about, mm-hmm. hit it with, like, an up stonk, sir. I don't know yeah. what what emojis we have enabled on we our We have script. the avatar
1: upvote and avatar downvote. Yeah. Oh,
2: great. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Um,
0: cool. So we don't have any news, so we'll go straight into the... Zillion can control time, but you can't. You can only control your actions, so use your ability to control your actions to leave a five-star review. Josh, section
2: rename. Thank you, Josh.
1: Yeah, yeah I think it's the last fucking week of that, too. That we're going to go back to our original boring oh. name after this. So
2: Exactly. Um, so we do have one review, it looks like, from uh, Jose61119. The single best one-man Avatar The Last Airbender True. podcast out there. True. It's, it's funny because yeah this actually is an avatar podcast and it is a one-man podcast i write everybody's things the whole thing is I, scripted <laughs> i write everyone's part every week
0: <laughs> he was saying it's a one-man avatar podcast i
2: think no no it's a one-man podcast <laughs> and it's about avatar because <laughs> like, i write i okay. write everything <laughs> gotcha gotcha thanks uh thanks jose yeah um let's talk about manscaped Ooh.
1: yeah mm-hmm.
2: manscaped summer is coming The sun is shining, shirts are off, and your balls are smooth. You heard that right, your friends at Manscaped are here to make sure that your beach balls are as smooth as the Floridian sand. In summer you would want to kill some cold beers and barbecues, not kill the vibe with pubes peeking out of your swim trunks. That's why Manscaped has their performance package 4.0 to keep you party in your pants looking crisp and refreshing all summer long dive headfirst in the summer by joining the 4 million men worldwide who trust manscaped and get ready for hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code leadcast again hot guy summer no smooth boy summer (laughs) soft boy summer get that shit out of here I, I know it's the the ad read, but not nah, smooth boy summer. You guys aren't tweeting at Manscaped enough to get them to change their slogan. <laughs> that would be wild. <laughs> but uh, you know what's so great about Manscaped guys is that even if you were you know a little you know behind and you you forgot to trim up before going to the beach, the Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof, so you can what? just bring that you know splish splash quick shave, get back out there. No more pubes to deal with. Just do it in the ocean. You just do it in the ocean. It's um, waterproof. Well, it's, it's not submerged completely. Do it in the ocean. Turn
0: <laughs> uh, turn your back to the beach, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. Slight, put your put your genital area above the water and get to work. That's pulling exactly. for sure. No, 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 no,
1: no. Fish, no. Will, fish
2: will build uh, little nests out of your it's biodegradable, That's right? That's birds that
1: you're thinking of, cold.
2: <laughs> no, no. Nah, fish and birds are the same thing. Birds, ber- fish are just birds of the sea. <laughs> um with that high quality content we're gonna we're gonna tell you about again 20 percent off and free shipping with the code leadcast at manscaped.com again 20 percent off and free shipping with the code leadcast at manscaped.com at manscaped.com this is the summer to turn your package into the full package and pollute the ocean with your pubes thanks to manscaped hell yeah
0: thank you manscaped it's not pollution uh thanks manscaped <laughs> um sorry the google service signed me out Do you guys want to talk about shit. competitive league did you guys watch enough to talk about it if you haven't watched at least three games shut
2: the fuck up okay <laughs> i i only watched one game so i've I'll, been I'll watching leave.
1: way more league uh <laughs> it, have you yeah it's been really fun i don't
0: want to hear i don't want to hear any ready reddit opinions yeah <laughs> um, um it's no, been fun yeah I've, I've been enjoying lcs turns out when my team's good i i I enjoy something
1: yeah i also don't think like it's so weird because seal is doing well i also don't expect them to finish like above fifth. <laughs> oh no for
0: sure so the, i mean the, really realistically the only difficult team that they've played against so far has been evil geniuses right like they've yeah. played against i think what, fly quest golden guardians immortals and dig and they've beaten they beat evil geniuses this week and lost to fly quest this week yeah, so they one still loss have, yeah that's right they still have to play liquid 100 thieves tsm and cloud
1: nine yeah they're playing cloud nine this week which i think there's a world in which they win this game
0: i think it is tough i think um it would have to be like a godlike draft from clg because c9 looks really good um, dude
1: fucking how good does sven look on support dude for playing it like
0: crazy good he's yeah.
1: actually like like his little things like his roams are fucking good like obviously mechanically he can play sub wards. like he can play laning Face mm-hmm. because he's played ad carry but like knowing when to like roam and stuff like that is actually super awesome for him to like pick up so quickly like it's actually Wait, sick
0: and i feel like that's something that's not like necessarily a um like a zven thing mm-hmm. um so much as like a team thing right yeah where like the team is making the decision like okay l- let's get some pressure like you can roam now um, like it's definitely a communication thing and it's not just like, all right, guys, I'm roaming. Let's make something happen. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it's been, it's been sick. Uh, they had a, a team look at a slight, like misstep against TSM. Um, and, uh, did, did not look particularly great that, that game. Um, but otherwise I, I think team look at has been by far the best team of the, of the split so far
1: oh for sure i mean like team liquid should win the split they have the fucking most expensive na roster uh if they don't win the split it's fucking crazy yeah could you imagine if they didn't go to worlds like it actually it's fucking it's just embarrassing
0: yeah yeah i mean if, if they don't if they don't make finals it's a if they don't win finals i feel like it's a it's a down year for them
1: yeah i think they will though like the roster overall is really solid maybe Santorin's the only like the weakest link on the team Like he's not awful by any means but he's definitely like mechanically showing his age a little bit more mm-hmm. than i think other junglers um it'd be nice if they had a, like a better jungler but that makes that he still plays well you know what i mean
2: yeah so yeah. na is gonna win worlds right because this <laughs> this roster is gonna be so dominant in north america
1: no i do think like <laughs> um our top rosters is being cloud nine um team liquid eg and cloud nine Pardon me. I don't think 100 is actually teams. that good. I think they're gonna fucking really? explode soon. Um like, I think mm. those rosters are really good. I think we have pretty strong like top of our uh pack. Uh compared to well, not not compared to EU. It's gonna be bad. Because obviously EU is stronger by like pound for pound. It's pretty straightforward. Uh that being said, I think like G2 is fucking sick, XL is pretty sick, and then I think the teams fall off a bit in EU. I've I haven't watched as many EU games. I've watched still way more than I usually do. Uh but like i think na is doing fine um i do think yeah. fucking 100 thieves is gonna explode which is funny because uh, i saw that stat um a little bit ago where this is this 100 thieves roster is now tied for the longest roster staying together in nalcs oh interesting yeah the uh, the t- tie being wow being tied with like an old cloud nine roster because teams yeah, just like obviously crazy. you change out members consistently like every team changes mm-hmm. stuff always and the fact mm-hmm. that they're what Thirds? is it third split or fifth split i i can't remember uh together as like a team it's is gotta like, be fifth I it think. might be fifth yeah It's either two it years. Fifth. uh it's two years and one split or it's uh one year and one split but either yeah. way it's like it's fucking impressive like that a team can stick together mm-hmm. as long that being said i do think we're starting to see some fucking issues like fbi isn't as strong of a player as we uh would hope you know what I, mean? Oh, I mean
0: abadage has been getting mid-diffed every single game he's played like, yeah it's actually insane that he's down like 40 cs uh, closer A lot of his matchups Gets his <laughs> leads
1: every game But like It's not his fault I was gonna make a closer joke He yeah. can't close games But like
0: you Can't close games Nice But like
1: He does get leads every game He's still like One of their strongest members I think fucking Ho, yeah, He's still sure. playing well It's just FDI's weak. Abedalge Like He he never was kind of touted As like This fucking godsend mid To come win NA Or whatever yeah. uh, It's not like he was Really that in EU either uh, That being said Like he's definitely Starting to decline A little bit It seems mhm
2: yeah, the the thing that I think is still wild though is that like because they are a long-term team that's been together like they're still going to find success even in games where like four out of five players are getting gapped. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that we rarely I think get get the chance to see is like you know this this team does win because like of teamwork, macro, team fighting like Obviously, they're just really good team fighting teams, but I feel like most of the time they also don't get like giga gapped in lane. It's like, great, you got five CS on me, but I'm gonna out team fight you. Um, but yeah, that's it's 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 wild how few teams like stick together for a long period of time, especially in modern league, right? Cause, like, if you go back to back to season one, which it doesn't really count, but like. There were some teams who I think their roster didn't really change for like three years, but in the modern LCS, it's like
0: well, yeah. I mean, if you don't if you don't finish like top four, your roster is trash, and you should replace everyone. Like,
2: yeah, I mean that, that's yeah, that's like what happens if you're if you're not top four, you're they're probably replacing like at least three players. Yeah. even if you win, you're probably swapping out at least one or two, and like that's good because these teams are. Trying to constantly be the best That they can and like Make improvements and we've seen that plenty of times Where a team is like one Summer split and then Went on to trade out two of their players Because they think they can make the team better still mm-hmm. But uh
1: Also do we want to quickly talk about Fucking the whole bounties thing
0: Yeah let's do it Cause this this is what I So I didn't watch this game live I assume you're talking about EG CLG yeah Um <laughs> But it was it was actually like one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. So the gist of it for those who didn't watch, um, so, uh, see, it, e.g., had bounties, right? And then mm-hmm. they took Elder, uh, which then put them a thousand five hundred gold ahead. I believe I should make I should make notes for this. Um, so they're a thousand gold five hundred gold ahead, and now they have bounties still up. Um, don't, so don't forget, and they get Baron. Yeah, then as they well. get Baron. Um so they so it's like they slingshot it so hard because they got Elder, uh Baron, and then like a bunch of turrets. So they ended from being down with bounties to up five thousand gold after it. hmm Which so the whole idea is that CLG C L G was up a shitload of uh objectives. Like I, let me pull it up. I I had it up a second ago actually. Um they were up. Uh, dragons that game clg had one two three four four dragons two barons and a herald versus eg's one dragon one elder one baron the baron elder that they got during uh their bounties so the way that objectives are weighted is way too heavy for dragons i think the fact that eg can be up gold and still have bounties because clg has four dragons is insanity
0: And do you want to take a guess of which dragon they had? Which dragon (laughs) soul? Of course it was wind. (laughs) Because it was was cloud.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So like it it spawns this discussion of like comeback mechanics are good because it keeps games interesting, right? Like, uh, like. It's not good for the... It doesn't make the best team always win. Uh, Yeah. But, like, for a viewing experience, games aren't over immediately now, right? Because you can can slingshot your way back into the game. That being said, there should be a limit, right? And the discussion we had on our Discord with a bunch of our listeners was, what if they made it so that if you get Elder or you get Baron, it turns off your bounties? You shouldn't get Elder or or Baron and then also get to double dip in you have the power of Elder or Baron, so you get to take Mm -hmm. five turrets. Like, it it feels like that's too much of a slingshot mechanic.
2: Yeah, and because it, it puts bounties on multiple things, it's like, I would imagine they had a bounty on the dragon, which they claimed, and a bounty on the baron, and a bounty on towers. Yes. Which I think that that's, to me, and we, we've we talked about that before, it's like, if you claim one of the bounties, make the next one worth less or cancel entirely. Mm-hmm. Like, the, and again, I, I don't know exactly if if all three of them were, but it's like, the fact that you can take Elder, claim a bounty, and the insane Elder buff, mm-hmm. and then you go take Baron, and you get the insane Baron buff plus a bounty, and there's no way anyone gets to defend Towers now because you have Baron and Elder. So it's just like, again, right, like that probably 10,000 Gold Swing or 6,000, whatever it ended up being. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, you, you got Elder. The bounties should drop it was 10 yeah, I mean, mean half i
0: also think like it it would need to be a like i'm i'm trying to think of like crazy scenarios in which a gold lead shouldn't immediately shut it off like if you're if you're up in gold you shouldn't get gold bounties is is my thought process but i guess if, if you have no dragons like no turrets whatsoever but even then you you you'd have to be like up farmer. or gold i don't know it, it's wild obviously it's not perfect. I like the system. I think as a like as a whole, um, but yeah, that that one particular scenario made me made me question. It was one of and the they most stayed on egregious. for a long time. Yeah,
1: so like there there one thing that people are theorizing, which once again it's not confirmed yet. We'll see if there's a bug fix in four to five weeks <laughs> when like it will actually tell us if, okay, if it's confirmed or not. Right. EG had three first strikes on their team, and people are thinking that their first strike goal doesn't count towards their bounty. Uh, like against their bounty
0: the only time the only reason i would like argue against that is that like i mean even in like the most generous possible scenario they would have like a thousand like a thousand gold yeah and like that wasn't a like a 3k like like uh, objective bounty yeah i feel like it's
1: just one of those things i wouldn't be surprised if yeah sure gold doesn't true. count against it right um we'll find out in a couple weeks when it happens oh the other thing i wanted to talk about lcs is it's kind of an important thing because if you guys have noticed there's been a billion pauses in all the games have you guys noticed that there's yeah. like, champion select takes forever to start. Start. Mm-hmm. yeah Trade bug. um yeah <laughs> so for those who don't know there's a trade bug currently uh in professional league of legends on the pro client that's been in the game since 1210 where when starting the game in champion select you sometimes can't trade characters one of the teams just won't be able to trade um which then makes it so they have to redo champion select repick all their shit and then load into the game and when you remake the lobby there's a second bug that sometimes it won't load your proper runes No way. I I haven't seen that one. So it it combos. So like you have this trade bug where you can't do this. So it delays the game because they have to remake the lobby. They have to go back into all this stuff. By the way, they can't do blind pick because all of their uh, integrations like MasterCard, Mythic, all that stuff is tied to um, the actual pick like uh, tournament client tournament draft Mm -hmm. type thing. So they have to remake the lobby. Everyone has to redo everything. (laughs) They load in the game and then most of the time Someone doesn't have the right runes which, Because there's a bug that makes you Not take the right runes But because they don't know that it's the bug All the time, they have to individually Watch through the player footage Watch the player re-do in their, put in their runes To make sure it wasn't player error And make sure it was actually the bug uh, And then they have to redo the lobby again
2: Why don't they just use <laughs> like Prodraft, the website <laughs> <laughs> like I, I understand why they won't do it because as a as a video game company, you don't use a third party service because your game doesn't work typically. Well, yeah. Well, well but, the only
0: thing is, like that that only fixed the first bug. Like that doesn't fix yeah. the mm-hmm. second one, it, which it, happens like. Most of the time, too.
1: And once again, all their things are tied to, like, the actual tournament draft. Like, you have to use tournament draft in the pro player client to make it so that all their MasterCard mythics and all that stuff actually pops up on screen. Like, the gold and everything, that's all tied in-game to that client. So, you can't use pro draft because then... I mean, you still have to go through the same tournament That's draft insane. or you have to go through Blind Pick and then Blind Pick won't let you use all their fucking fancy features. It's so, it's mm-hmm. like a mess, dude. It's like some, like, having to also individually go through all the player footage to make sure the player didn't fucking mess up their own runes to ver- get, like, verify that the <laughs> bug did it. Is it just takes so long. And there's been, like, half an hour pauses. EU's been the worst for yeah. it. Like, it, it's fucking miserable. Dude, uh, watching pro games live, if you're someone who wants to sit down, I want to watch all of LCS today. Mm. Fucking come back 10 hours later and watch the VODs in two hours, man. Like, it, Yeah. It, yeah, it's, it's actually insane.
2: Crazy. It, it's wild because, like, it, it, as I think Aiden, at least you and I typically watch at like. It, I watch everything speed. at two
1: times speed, yeah.
2: Yeah, I normally watch it like one and a half to two times depending on what the content is. Um, normally, LCS, I'll do it like two. But it's, <laughs> it, it's wild that, like, if you actually try and watch the LCS like live show start to finish one, it's going to take you like six hours, but like only two hours of that's going to be gameplay.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
2: then if you watch VODs for gameplay, you can get it done in like an hour.
0: Yeah. It's fucking It's actually crazy. crazy that like the, the VOD including the draft is like 38
2: minutes and that's it. <laughs> but. Yeah. But, but the, how are you going to experience uh Kobe and freak playing word games with the live audience while they True. have to wait 10 minutes.
1: I do feel bad for the casters. Like it's just their job oh, is for just sure. fucking fill. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's fucking rough. So hopefully I fix that. Cause like, I, it just literally just sounds like a bug that got randomly introduced that they don't know how to fix. So
0: <laughs> it's kind of wild that like considering this, you, you wouldn't have uh, like pre-made content, you know, like video interviews or, or I don't know, stuff like that, that you've already m- made. Uh, and not just relying on casters to fill time yeah but maybe that's what we're getting this week they just introduced the uh the triple level one camera yeah which is pretty cool so Uh, i think
1: it's fucking awesome why do they use it every game uh
0: i i think it's supposed to be to highlight the um like how certain lanes got in certain states yeah uh is what drew was saying in uh for lck um it, it may be just one of those things where like hey this this is fun like let's do it
1: <laughs> it feels like like I, I think there's tons of games where it makes sense but then there's just some games where it's just fucking everyone boringly laning and not really interacting it's like why yeah. are we on this camera why are like it feels like it, i'd rather the casters just be telling a narrative of like oh well, this is the mid laner and they have to do this in this matchup rather than kind of vaguely talking about all three lanes uh i mean at the end, end of the said,
0: day you don't know which like you don't know which games are going to be popular right pop it yeah. off yeah
1: that being said, I, I fucking am complaining. about... I'm doing like the fucking Reddit special where I'm complaining about something that doesn't affect me because I also don't True. really watch games with casters, anyways. But I, I just think mm-hmm. it's a cool technology that probably can just be used better. I guess is my logic. Yeah. But
2: yeah, I mean, almost they should make definitely. everyone pay for it. I think that would probably make it better, right? Pay for yeah, pay yeah. for all LCS. Yeah, like you have to you have to pay to unlock MasterCard Mythic and you have to pay to I, unlock the Tricam and the player games.
0: And you have to pay to watch immortals play dignitas. <laughs> yep. That's fun. You definitely just can't queue up a game and watch that. Um, awesome. So I guess that's competitive league. Hopefully people enjoy this section. Yeah, of um, course. Let's talk
2: about NordVPN, something that everyone can enjoy. Exactly, you wanna know why everyone can enjoy it? Because they have over 5,500 servers in over 59 countries. you can find a server near you with better speed and connect to faraway locations to freely explore the internet. You can connect up to six devices on every major platform like Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, and Linux. Even Android TVs support NordVPN. Super easy to use, you can connect with one click or you can set it to automatically connect to the VPN for zero clicks maximum protection, Now that is efficiency. And if you guys didn't already know somehow, you can get this exclusive deal by going to nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast, you get a bonus month for free as well as a 30 day money back guarantee. That's right. You're going to get a free month, free threat protection. And if for whatever reason you don't like the product, probably because you're you're dumb and like <laughs> hard-stuck silver or something, um, then it's okay. You can get your money back with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Again, the link for that is nordvpn.com forward slash leaguecast. That's nordvpn.com forward slash cast. Get out there and I, protect I, your internet traffic. I,
1: I just added uh, Nord to my um, laptop downstairs because I've had it on my like upstairs computer forever. But then uh, I found out that hey, I can fucking just put it on like all my devices. So I uh, added it to my laptop downstairs actually yesterday. So it's awesome. I just
0: used it a ton uh, while I was in the Atlanta airport uh, this week. Oh, I yeah. actually
2: protect my dog with NordVPN. It keeps him safe. That's, That's awesome. convenient. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks to the uh, fellows over at NordVPN for sponsoring the show.
0: Let's cool. do the round table.
1: The round table. Blah, 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 blah. Last week's question was, what champion should you get the next ultimate skin, and what should it be? We got a fucking billion answers, by the way. From our Twitter, Rainbow Honeysuckle said, so ultimate skins kind of need to go to popular characters. So a popular champion that hasn't got any skin, uh, any love lately, Fiora. She just doesn't have any good effects to boost. Maybe a coven hmm. skin? Dude, Fiora probably could have something cool. Uh, she it could, just could, for sure. I feel like all the like boring characters could have a cool ultimate skin because it allows Riot just to do whatever the fuck they want. Cause like they can yeah. say it, it's just worth a lot of money. Um, that's sick. And then uh, Tanera said, let's give Ivern some love, but instead of him being a tree, they turn him into a hot anime boy who communes with nature. Ooh. Think like set level of anime boy and then make it nature. <laughs> I think That'd that's be sick. Cool. Um, <laughs> From our Discord, a pard said, "I think Aphelios has a really high potential to be cool, having different weapons. Maybe one where Aphelios sort of has different form for each Targonian aspect of each weapon. That'd be cool. Fucking has just yeah five forms for each gun. That's actually insane. That would be
0: awesome.
2: Can he just uh, actually shoot the aspects? Like, can he just be shooting little Teryx yeah. and little Pantheons? Can <laughs> that be, <laughs> his... be sick? That'd be awesome. When no, a Pantheon's uh, the gun and he shoots little spears out, and then Teryx is a gun and he shoots out little gems at you. That's the skin I want." <laughs>
1: Hell yeah. Mm, definitely. Skep said, I think Lee Sin should get the next ultimate skin because he's a pretty flashy champion. Giving it a great opportunity for Riot to show off their VFX skills. I think it'd be pretty cool if they revisited his dragon skin line and built that idea up with enhanced visual effects and creating audio for a new skin with a similar skin line. Yeah, I think, like, once again, the skins that don't have, like, a lot of crazy effects um, could actually do really, really awesome with an ultimate skin. Um, and then last but not least, this is kind of what we were talking about last time, but, like, with a different character. Zac. Uh, and have it be like an RGB tool where you can make it change colors in different patterns. Yeah. And then I'd make my own mayonnaise sack. But think about it, like out of game or in game, you have like a little adjuster that you can pull up. You know how like you can pull up like the music for like Sona or like whatever, like all those ultimate skins or Misfortune. Mm-hmm. You can pull up like her different mm-hmm. skins to change forms. You can pull up like a little RGB like thing and constantly just change the hue of your character as you're playing. That'd be
2: so sick. We we hundred percent talked about that. We Last, talked about it yeah, for... Yeah, it would um, still be so sick. It would Did definitely talk, be super sick. I
1: thought we talked about it for a different character.
2: No, <laughs> no, it was Zach Because I was memeing about, like, Zach, like, when you kill people, you would, oh, like, yeah. get one of their items or weapons.
1: Yeah. And Nick was yeah. like,
2: I thought you were going to go with, like, RGB, and I was like, that too. It just connects RGB. You can, you can link it up with, like, your keyboard and your headset and everything that you have RGB. It would just That's be awesome. so cool
1: if you could, like, put in your own patterns and just adjust it on the fly. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's possible, but holy fuck, it'd be so sick, man. Uh,
2: The pattern changes as you start
1: taking damage. It's like a warning signal. You can just (laughs) make a cock scroll across his chest. (laughs) Uh, That's cool. uh, But anyways, uh, this week's roundtable question is, you get transported back in time to the season that you started playing League. Your Q pops. Who do you lock in and why?
2: To the season you started playing
1: League. Yep.
2: I mean, I'm going to just look back to the original 17 because it was right around there. Hmm. Um, and it's probably Master Yi, or it's, I mean, it's probably Master Yi because he's like basically the same character.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, Annie's also tough.
2: pretty much the same character. I think.
0: I feel like you have to pick a character that excelled after season one, but. Not because of any change. Like, you could play, like, AP Master Yi before it got popular, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that would be, like, the crazy thing.
2: Yeah. Oh, you could have old AP Scion. Yeah, he's, exactly. He's, got, he's an AD character, but he's got two abilities that are 100% AP ratios for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> and then I his- think I do lock in old, old AP Scion. Yeah. Oh, so easy.
0: Ooh, wait a second. What about old Poppy? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no.
1: I miss old Poppy, dude. See? Yeah. you? Hmm. Yeah. It's cool because you had two options. You could either be you could either alter support and then be invulnerable for the entire <laughs> fight, or you could alter any carry and one hit him. You had two options every fight. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's cool. Um, That's for funny. For me, it would be Mid Morgana, dude. I fucking lock in my classic Mid Morgana, the role that she's meant to be played Ooh. in, and just farm la- uh, waves from really far back and play like a huge bitch. Mm-hmm. So. And
2: and know how to wave control, and you steal jungle camps, and everyone's like, wait, what the fuck? How does this morgue have a two-level lead?
1: Did you remember we leashing blue-up where you had to do the little dance across the wall? Yeah. Yeah. The good old days. That sounds
0: really fun. I, I'd really like to go back to season one and farm.
2: That sounds <laughs> sick. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I looked at it as, like, a question of, like like... This is no, what you'd yeah. be doing, you know what I mean? Rather than, like, this is what I'm going to do to fucking break the game based on my knowledge now.
0: I'm going to go but, back and farm 10 CS a minute. Yeah,
1: probably more like 4 because I was bronze. <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: I, I might, it might be Rise. honestly. Old Rise was so fun. <laughs> you got to mash. The yeah. With the, yeah, his old Overload Ultimate where it's like, your spells now are all AoE, and when you hit something, every when you, like hit your Q, every other spell drops cooldowns. So you just, like, Q, E, W, Q, W, again, R, Q. It's, it's fucking yeah. wild.
1: Anyways, uh, if you guys want to let us know uh, who, would you, who would you lock in if you got transported back in time to the season you started playing League, uh, and tell us why, you can hit us up on our... Uh, Twitter, uh that's at Leecast. You can come into our Discord and post in our roundtable section. We are no longer fucking fourteen out of fourteen boosts, so I can't say Discord.gg/Leecast because they took away our fucking vanity URL. Uh, we'll probably like just pay for it ourselves in a couple days, unless yeah, you guys we'll, have we'll some free back. fucking boosts laying around. Um, Mine
0: go to cast every every month.
1: <laughs> no, but I, I feel like I've talked talked about it before. I think I actually had a, a talk a while ago where I was like, "Hey, guys." always like once again don't pay for boost. like we don't want to get, mm-hmm. get us to use your fucking hard earned cash to pay for boost. and yeah. if you do have free boost through like nitro so you get nitro or whatever use them on your own like personal server or whatever first to like get you your like level one or whatever to get yourself better audio quality better like more stickers and all that shit but and like to stream in higher quality um but like if you have any laying around and you just want to use them on the link server, like fucking it's awesome. We do, we really do appreciate it. Uh, the main use of us having 14 boosts is like, so we have a vanity URL so we can just tell people, Hey, go to discord. leaguecast Yeah. Uh, that being said, we don't want you guys like shilling out fucking $5 a month to pay f- Hey, Discord for us, like we'll just fucking shill it out ourselves to have our vanity URL. I thought I'd like mention that if anyone does have them lying around, that's fucking sick. Uh, if not, uh, you can find our Discord on our website, which is leakcastpodcast.com It's a widget on the side, it's right there. Go find it. What was that? Well, no, I, I I made a website link. What was it? I haven't used it forever. slash leakcast. No, no, no. Like on our, like the old. Oh, wait. Oh, keyword. I'm sorry. Yeah, is it slash Discord? I think it is. I, I made it. So. A... I did this. Scroll down to the bottom. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah oh shit uh did i pop myself out i'm good okay i, I fucked up our stream <laughs> for a second there uh apparently Ooh. going to the website did fuck up everything um but no go there if you want it for you yeah uh if you want an easy way to get to our discord when we don't have a vanity url it's a slash discord i set it up properly i promise
0: cool pokers um awesome do you guys want to do mail fight
1: i would love to i'm actually super excited
0: yeah let's do it the first email is from true silver hey guys true Silver here with my first email to you as the casted in main we are lost when it comes to the tier item seraphine gives so little benefit after the item rework that a lot of people who play casted have always just sat on tier more recently we haven't even started to build Meramana because the passive gives so much bonus damage Uh, Cast doesn't scale as hard as he used to, especially during the durability patch, and only build it when you can buy Muramena outright after stacking tier. What are your thoughts on tier items, and how do you think Riot can make them more viable slash balanced? Sorry for the length of this email, True silver.
1: It's super weird. I was thinking about this a couple days ago because... Items are so fucking weak for mages and they're so fucking broken for any AD user. for everyone like, else, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. anyone who beards build Muramana, fucking they think tears broken, and then everyone yeah. else doesn't think like, it's pretty, pretty like uh good. That being said, I think is OP by the way. <laughs> I'm not sure if like that's oh, like, really? the whole point of the email. I think Cassidy's fucking balkers right now. Uh, interesting. You build just like Ludens into archangels, uh, but. Hmm. I mean, you, you, the biggest thing is he doesn't really have that many mana problems uh, overall in his kit. I haven't played him in a while. Um, that being said, he, his W still fucking restores mana, so uh-huh. yeah, he doesn't really have like a lot of mana issues. Um, you uh, most people start Dark Seal. If you really are struggling, start Tier. Uh, but you just usually pick that up on first pack, or if you're if you're really really good at the game, you take Futures Market, and then you back on wave five, and after CSing perfectly, and you get insta lost chapter and then you don't have mana issues on any character in the game. If you're any fucking character that has mana issues or builds lost chapter, start doing this. Every single game... Future's Market is so gross. Future's Market Mm -hmm. is super easy to abuse. You All you have to do is CS 5 waves. You can miss, I think, 3 or 4 CS in in those 5 waves. So it's not even like that fucking perfect that you have to CS. And then you recall insta buy lost chapter with the gold deficit and then tp back in and you have just a fucking item advantage you have infinite mana and you can keep the enemy mid laner shoved in a hundred percent of the time we should Mm -hmm. definitely do a deeper discussion on this because i I think it's like one of the easiest ways to win mid lane right now in the game i yeah yeah, i I wasn't
2: aware that that was a thing and i i definitely want to try that it's nah, like, also it's, gross.
1: So it's the same principle. Actually, L S has I think a really good video on it. It's like from a couple years back, but it's this. It's just becoming more and more popular now. Um, I talked about it years ago, where Victor was the most obvious character in the game. That if you force Victor out of lane before a thousand one hundred gold. Uh, which was the amount of gold he needed to buy his augment, Mm -hmm. he would have to buy just shitty components, and you'd fuck his entire game, because now he's like on weird bold valleys and stuff like that. And this is kind of doing that in a different way, where you base on a very optimal time to get early Lost Chapter, and then you keep the enemy person in lane, just fucking missing CS under tower with zero mana, until they have to just go, fuck it, I'll recall and miss a wave. Uh, Mm -hmm. You just have such advantage. Like fucking it, so easy to abuse on every character the biggest thing Nick and I have been playing uh, or tr- I'm not sure how much you've actually been playing it, Nick but I know you're a fan of it is Cho'gath bottom is fucking OP right yeah. now Cho'gath bottom is so fucking good and one of the reasons he's good is yeah he kind of sucks dick early game. but once again on wave 5 after you've CS'd uh, you just recall buy lost chapter with uh, futures market come back to lane you can never be pushed out of lane because you have infinite mana on Cho'gath who gives you like sustain naturally and it, it, what, what the fuck do 80 carries do against you it's so fucking good Mm-hmm. we'll talk about nothing. it more in depth there's nothing they can do mm-hmm. like just like the whole like thing but it, it's a really good strategy like if you were a mid lane player mostly this is effects, uh start 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 doing this it's really really good yeah Sorry, i kind of got
2: off topic about this guy's <laughs> actual point
1: because <laughs> what casted it in,
2: yeah so i think i mean i think serifs is pretty underwhelming and i would say like thimble winter is pretty underwhelming except for on like three characters where it's disgusting Mm-hmm. Um, unless they've nerfed it, but...
0: No, it's it's still bad.
2: Yeah, I, I, I think the biggest issue with it is that, like, nobody really has mana issues anymore, which I think was always, like, why tier yeah. items were good, is because mana used to matter more. But, like, if you have your Lost Chapter Mythic... And you're, you know, not literally perma spamming every single one of your abilities, like you're you're probably not gonna have mana issues. Um and, and if you think you will, you can just take like presence of mine and mana flow ban and hey look, your your mana issues are solved.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I mean
2: realistically you
0: could just sit on a tier, right? Mm-hmm. Just just and and not upgrade it until you absolutely have to. It'd still give you the option to stack it. If you get ahead, you can build, um, uh, y- you know, either Fimble Winter or uh, Seraphs, depending on 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 which you feel the need for. Um, and if you if you don't need it, by the time it gets to late game, you're not going to need that extra mana anyway. So that, that's what I would suggest.
2: Yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks, True uh, Silver. Mm-hmm. Next email from Michaela who says, Hi, I want to start off by complimenting your communication skills. The way you handled the review last episode was great, and as a listener, I really appreciate feeling heard. It also gave me the courage to write in. I started playing League a couple months ago because my boyfriend plays it, and I now love it too. I mainly play support, and he plays eighty Carry. Which supports do you think are the best, and which eighty Carries do you think pair best with them? I'd love to give your suggestions a try. Thank you for bringing me amazing content each week. Michaela. Well, I think you're in um, luck because you can play literally any character.
0: Support's support so good right
2: now.
0: <laughs> support is crazy good right now. Uh, it, I would say it, just, it depends on, like, what role each of you like playing. Uh, you know, if he likes playing a super aggressive uh, carry that combos well with support, like, you guys could go something like Nautilus Samira. Um, if you guys want to just scale up and farm and, and team fight, uh, really rely on one another, then you could go something like Twitch Twitchyumi or Lulu Kog. Uh, nami lucian is, is really good um i think calista renata has been seeing a lot of play uh competitively outside of um outside of na mm-hmm. do you want to but, give uh, a
1: suggestion maybe for like each archetype of support i feel like that would be like a fun way of doing it yeah like, maybe like one uh, enchanter support engage support mage support and then i, I think something else you, to uh,
2: you need to you need to turn the tables on your boyfriend and say look at me i'm the carry now Plank and you designer? play pike and then you oh. make them play like oh. <laughs> senna and you say no 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 no! i'm farming you're healing me
1: <laughs> yeah uh what, what do you guys what do you guys recommend for like uh an engaged support in the current meta for
0: um in the current meta i think i actually think engaged supports are a little weak in the current meta but you can't really go wrong with um with nautilus uh i, I do All-Star think of
2: stars more fun
0: Alistair's more fun, but he's kind of fucking trash. Be, so I'll be, I'll be
2: I've heard he's pretty bad right now, but Alistair's so fun. I have mm-hmm. two
1: supports that I think are better on Engage than those. One is Sleeper. Okay. It's Sej. Okay. So she's yeah. like, I, she's Yucky. Like, I, I think Ooh. she's better than like, uh, most old engaged supports because she didn't get hurt, hit as hard by the durability changes. Yeah. Um, and the other one is because we saw some buffs. Uh Mumu support is fucking back, by the way. 52% hmm. win rate because they changed his mana on his Q back to 30. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Interesting. God. Remember when he was fucking meta because they changed his mana cost from like on his Q from like 70 to 30 and made it two casts? And then they're like, oh mm-hmm. shit, he's like 100% pick man. So then they made it back up to 70. They just reverted it so <laughs> i see nice. uh, so he's back uh playing yeah man.
2: wait sedge actually and i we've talked about that a little bit i think before but the more i think about it sedge support actually sounds like nasty especially like if you well, compare it with a melee adk or a melee mm-hmm. jungler like even better but like being the low econ monster that sedge is and being able to roam and like put down vision and ward and it's like, great when i when i go roam to ward i have like plus 300 armor yeah <laughs> like, i just can't get picked that's true
1: yeah so uh that's what about wild. enchanter support what's what's good enchanter support you'd recommend right now hmm
0: does renata count as an enchanter i think so i, I would say so i would say karma
2: because Karma's
0: fun yeah karma's karma is also like really strong pretty much always um does karma like combo well with something though like is the is the thing
2: i've heard karma ezreal, ezreal is cracked right now
0: yeah i think yeah i think karma ezreal is just like kind of okay I, I don't know i think it's okay um i get. i guess like at, at least on I'll the lcs a... broadcast they yeah were, that's they were... the thing is like you know we'll talk about like i, I don't know silver maybe or gold mm. um i don't know i mean i'm gonna pick either Lucianami for more like recent meta um or i'll like twitchy me lulu, lulu cog would be mine
1: cool um That's i think a lot more than one but <laughs> I, I guess he's like kind of like a half enchanter character but i'm gonna count him is fucking tarik Tark might be one of the best supports in the game right now
2: i was gonna say Taric too
1: yeah
0: the, Taric is actually the best support in the game right now i think
1: <laughs> win rate wise or something i'm assuming win uh uh
0: like yeah he has the highest win rate right now um and not a super high pick rate, uh, but also doesn't get banned. So
1: yeah, you just play him uh, with really aggressive, aggressive, uh, AD carries, uh, or mages. He's really good with mages as well. But like the, I think the easiest combo to play is him with Tristana. Cause you just channel your E and she jumps into them and stuns them. Uh, and she gets auto- all her autos off and gets another jump. It- it's really, really strong. It's pretty easy to play too. Uh, very, very strong. Also Tark's fun as fuck to play. Mm-hmm. I'm
0: actually going to suggest, um, uh, it- if you are willing to play anything other than 80 carry plus Tarek, it's disgusting uh if you if you can play like um like Silas Tarek where you e well Silas E's, it's just <laughs> a guaranteed stun and then you guarantee your own knockup it's like I've played against it once and it, it it was like one of the hardest things I've ever had to lane against yeah it's it's crazy
1: and then do you want to talk about mage supports the final one uh for this email
0: I would love to uh i i think Jin Zareth is like one of the most fun like combos you can have it is you get so them really you get them really low you both back up and then you just kill them from two screens away
1: the reason i found out that it was so easy to play by the way so i was watching one of trevor's games uh, this was like a, a couple months back this is like master 300 points right like very mm-hmm. very high elo trevor gets field support he's in mid main and he goes what do you want me to play this guy's a Jin one trick he goes just play Zareth." And he's like, I don't know how to play Zareth. He goes, just play Zareth. Dude, it's so fucking easy. Like you just yeah. throw in abilities. If you hit one, Jin fucking snap hits his W uh, and you just fucking kill them. And then you have fucking yep. you just bombard them with long range shit. It's so easy to play. It's so gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna throw out one more honorable mention for a combo that's abusing a, a mage support. Mm-hmm. Morgana Lux, hit him with ooh, the old darkness ooh. and light bound for okay. five seconds, <laughs> infinite Um Like if you, I, I think that that lane is actually a lot stronger than it seems like. I I think you should play Morgana as the carry in that lane, um, because like. She between Morgana and Lux, you can like perma push every single wave. Like you've got two snares which are pretty easy to hit. Mm-hmm. You've got tons of CC between like those. They both have slows, and then more gults, even more CC. You got infinite shielding, uh, which doesn't go away if they don't have magic damage. Like obviously it's super magic heavy, but if you have an AD heavy team and you play Lux Morg bottom. And you play it well, like, th- th- again, they're going to be under tower all game with, like, nothing to do.
0: Yeah, interesting. Awesome. Aiden, yeah. did you have a different suggestion? or?
1: Mine would probably just be Brand. I think Brand is, like, super underrated in the current meta. I think you can play him, like, mid-bottom or support. Uh, mm-hmm. So just play him. He's, he's probably the best consistent mage, like, overall i think yeah and then yeah. after
2: like two or three games of you playing brand again turn the tables tell your boyfriend no you're playing nami now i'm the carry
1: i'm the brand <laughs> we're gonna play firefish bottom as everyone calls it yeah Fire
2: firefish Fish. yeah that's uh-huh it. uh-huh yeah <laughs> the, the knockoff version of firefox The yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah thanks uh, you. thank you michaela mm? next one
0: um Aiden, didn't do you want to do this one since you could? Yeah, it down sure. Or I, want me I, too. Yeah, it's okay. uh,
1: it's an email from Angel Babies. Uh, I pared it down a little bit just because it was like a little bit on the long side. We're trying to pare down emails a little bit, but we really did appreciate the content. I read through the entire thing. Uh, mm-hmm. They say, uh, "What's up, guys? I've been listening for under two years. Shortly after I started playing, almost every episode." Uh, Almost every episode makes me think of so much stuff. So I email. Uh, I want to email in about, but I'm so disorganized and perfectionist that I can never bring myself to send an email until I uh, <laughs> heard the review from last episode. You guys uh, have been with me through a lot. Uh, she goes on to like list a bunch of uh, things that we've been through with, which is really, really kind. Uh, and I think your podcast is perfect. No matter what you do, no matter how many apology worthy long <laughs> apology worthy <laughs> long emails, weird segments, etc. Uh, constructive criticism is great, and it uh, it's also Yeah, (laughs) but what's also great is that you guys put so much work into making something unique and personal that really makes me feel like I'm already a friend of many, many, even though I'm too shy and tilt prone to ever send a message in the server or email in. (laughs) I think the mark of a good content creator is making the audience feel like they could sit down and have a conversation with the creator as their old friends, and you guys do better than anyone else. I think your mail fight section is one of your best parts of your podcast, and that really makes me feel like my voice is heard in the community. I think reading patrons every month truly shows that you guys are grateful uh, for us and uh, us as we are for you. As the yin uh, to the criticisms, criticisms yang, I want you guys to know that I'm grateful for this wonderful uh, constant in my rocky weird life. You guys are great at what you do, the work you put in uh, to make this uh, make this great thing is appreciated. Thanks for being the friends that stuck through uh with me through everything. Thanks for giving me joy when the league is giving me fifteen game loss streaks and emotional <laughs> breakdowns. And thanks for taking the time to read my dis- disrespectfully long email. No need to read this on, on air. Just want to let you guys know. I mean, I decided to read on air. I think you were fine with sending it in. Uh, I cut out like yeah. some stuff that you maybe wouldn't feel as comfortable with. um Then just go fly quest i appreciate it it's just a really really Ooh. kind email like stuff like this just makes us feel good uh not that yeah, we're saying so you guys all have to like send us soppy, uh sappy emails but no I, we really do appreciate it i mean like all of us like read it all of us like thought it was very very kind yeah we try not to get too beaten up about shit like I, I feel like we took the last week's thing pretty well for the most part um and obviously we've gotten fucking countless emails about like hey Uh, I appreciate you, or here's what you could do better. And sometimes we go, like, holy fuck. (laughs) Some people just (laughs) tell you, oh, all you have to do to fix this is this thing that takes fucking 10 hours of your week to do um we go holy fuck the, there's a little bit of a disconnect here but uh mm-hmm. it's just nice knowing that people like appreciate our content because we, we like it i I think that's the biggest thing is all of us like the current iteration of the show there's things that we want to alter a little bit uh but for the yeah. most part we want to produce something that we enjoy um and we really hope that other people enjoy it too so it's really really nice to hear
0: yeah for sure awesome thank you angel babies uh our next email is from mr ginger Hey guys, been a while, Mr. Ginger here. I just wanted to reach out uh, to you about your recent two out of five star review and say, I don't necessarily feel that way at all. I've always enjoyed uh, your content. And even if you don't cover the pro scene, uh, I feel like if I, if you hit up the highlights and professionally, um, oh, and professional content has never really been a huge interest of mine. Mostly because whenever I watch sports of any kind, I'm more interested in it, in it live uh, and in person rather than on a screen. That's just me. And I know many people don't feel that way. Moving on, I was pondering after listening to another podcast uh, that had a guest on and curious as to why more individuals in LCS or Professional League don't go to podcasts more often to discuss the game. I feel like you guys have a larger platform than most and would almost expect someone from that level to reach out and express their opinions uh, about the game to curious minds. I know they have their own platforms and things like that, uh, but I feel like the like podcasts allow for a general larger discussion than other platforms and it's more of kind of a two-sided thing rather than them speaking to the audience this email is starting to get rather lengthy so i will give the subsequent apology and bid you adieu wow that spelling looks uh it looks weird spelled out it does look weird uh mr ginger
1: i can give a um, bit of analysis on this yeah sure um, that'd be great uh, so we are the largest non-pro player or like riot affiliated Podcast, right? Like, and I mean, like, in the fact that, like, there's podcasts like the one done by like Monte. Cr- I would count him as Riot affiliated because he used to yeah. fucking host LCK. I would count Travis's podcast because he, like, I mean, he's done content for Riot for years, right? I would ca- count double Doublelift's podcast because he was a pro player, right? That's what I mean by Riot affiliated. I know it's a bit of a broad definition, but if you just include all of those, I think we are the mm-hmm. largest League of Legends podcast. That being said. Doesn't mean we're fucking big at all. Like the one thing I've always said that's like a little sad, it's not demotivating because like that's just how it is, is like I think any LCS player on any team could start a podcast and it would be at least our size. Mm-hmm. just because that does, sure. that's just how the scope of things work right you know what i mean uh, especially if they have any resources yep. uh, yeah yeah they, makes sense. they so like,
2: have access to a huge audience just based on having been part of lcs
0: yeah just name alone
1: mm-hmm. yeah and then just like size wise it's like a fucking travis's hotline league right like it's probably 10 times as big as us if not probably actually more like 20 times as big as our podcast i was gonna say
0: probably bigger Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, uh, let me check like what the views get just like give context um but like it's one of those things where like if any pro player wants to talk about league or wants to get outside of their audience which once again by the way their audience is already probably bigger than ours um then they have other avenues to do so actually their hotline league isn't as big as i fucking thought it was oh interesting Uh maybe they get a lot of live viewers but like vod wise they're about less than 10 times bigger than us, but still like, it's still huge Hmm. comparatively. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. And just like fucking pro players go on that all the time. Not This isn't a woe is me type thing. It's just more like, we aren't the avenue for these players to get their message out. Uh, Yeah. We could get guests on from other aspects, like whether it's one tricks, all this other stuff. And then it just goes into the more logistics of, now we have to schedule something we need to make sure they can record this. Uh, It just takes a lot more time out of our day and stuff. Not to say like everything We only want to do stuff that's easy. Um, But guests are just a weird thing, especially with the format of our show where a lot of it's kind of just talking and banter. Um, Unless they're willing to just sit down and fucking shoot the shit for an hour and a half uh, and discuss random shit, then it doesn't really work as a full podcast guest. It'd be better as like a segment guest, which once again is now we have to uh, schedule a separate recording to add into the thing and it's just a whole thing. I Mm -hmm. I like the idea. It's just I don't know how... currently works for us yeah that being
0: said i I do think we have a a method like as from from a recent patreon thing where you know potentially we could start taking in uh like listener questions maybe if if we decide to to go that route um uh, we have an email about that 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 way, actually yeah exactly that's the that's the reason i mentioned it now it it kind of fits in nicely um so like there, there are definitely ways but um yeah it's not uh it's not as easy as, like, hello, Mr. Doublelift. Would you like to talk to the <laughs> League of Legends? Talk to talk us about League
1: of Legends. Yeah, for sure. Do you have anything you want to add, Colton?
2: Um. Yeah, I mean, I think you guys really covered it. We're, like, in our small pond, we are a big fish, but we're in a small pond. Mm-hmm. Um. And the, the vast majority of, like, lcs players are you know again right if we if if we sent an email to like every lcs team and said like hey can we interview one of your players like maybe maybe we'd get one and it would be like you can have like 15 minutes to talk to yeah. them mm-hmm. um now it, hey that could still maybe be good content and not saying like we, we couldn't do that um but it's just like again like they were mentioning it's it's a lot of logistics to 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 make that work and it really only works as like an outside segment or as like a Patreon content piece like yeah, we, we we couldn't say, hey, stick say, do you want to come on our show and read emails from our listeners with us? <laughs> that <laughs> uh, would be funny, though. That would be we, funny. Yeah,
1: we we asked him to come, on. we literally just read emails with him. That's the only <laughs> section we have him for. <laughs> That's
2: funny. <laughs> That'd be good. Um, but yeah, thank you for the email, Mister Ginger. And uh, the reason "aduce" looks so weird, spelled out like that, is because you're using the wrong version. The one you're There's thinking is and E and U. It yeah is. the I-D-I-U, oh. like adieu, which is i believe french in origin <laughs> um whereas that ado is like much ado about nothing
0: oh, um smart
2: anyway thanks for the email and next one from biohazard <laughs> i love that i just went through like 30 seconds on spelling in an yeah. audio only content <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway biohazard's email hello leadcast I would like to begin by saying I really enjoy the male fight section of the podcast because it often brings up more discussion about League of Legends, which many of us I'm sure are here for. I had a suggestion, however, which could be a really fun part of the section. What do you guys think about picking a random, (laughs) uh, maybe five individuals from the Discord who would be interested in joining the Discord during the live podcast and asking a question? Basically like Mail Fight, but you invite them to a locked server on Discord and they ask a question. It's a feature on another unrelated podcast, which is fun to listen to. My second league-related question is about champs who are able to play in all three lanes. For example, Lucian and to some extent Zillian. Do you think that they are too strong? Thanks for reading this biohazard.
0: I do think Zillian is too strong.
2: Yeah, nerf him. Rework him. So um No, I I think that like good characters can be played really flexibly and good players can also make it work in like any role. And, and I think that the pool of champions that really could be played, like, top, mid, or bottom is a lot bigger than most people realize because, like, sticking tight to the meta is just the... Right, like, it's it's the meta for it's a the reason. Meta. That's that's <laughs> what the vast majority of players do, right? Like, yeah. I could play Cho'Gath top mid bot. I could play Tom Kench top mid bot. I could play Jace top mid bot, right? Like, mm. I could play so many characters in every role and a lot of them also is jungle it's just that if i'm playing them outside of their main role it's maybe you know two percent worse now if it's 54 percent win rate character in their best role then they're off role they're still 52 like you know if they're 54 it goes down to 52 yeah but like again you could play so many characters in every role and definitely make it work but they're probably just better in their own role, right? Like, I'm, I'm sure Kled could absolutely do fine mid and bottom with, like, a melee support. Like, Kled Tarek, what do you do about that? But mm-hmm. Kled Top is probably better on its own, and most people who play Kled just want to play Top. Yeah.
0: I also think it's a good thing for the game. It makes Draft interesting if you have, like, more interesting than it would be otherwise if you don't have everything figured out the moment that, all champions are locked in, right? Or the moment that you lock in a champion, you know, I think it's cool that, okay, well, uh, we really don't know if it's karma mid or if it's karma, like, support. So we kind of have to draft around that. Um, I I don't know. I think it adds layers to the game that otherwise wouldn't be there. Um, So I'm a fan. Um, Otherwise, like, yeah, like we mentioned, there is potential for it. I personally don't know if I would ever feel comfortable, like, having someone on the show if we weren't able to like vet that before it went live, yeah. you know? Um, but that's like a, a little personal thing. Um, but uh, like I said, we definitely have a, the potential to to record, have, have listeners record their questions, send us clips and then react to them live on the show. So yeah. maybe we'll do that like in the, in the very near future. That's definitely something we could do like a, a couple weeks from now. Yeah. Um, so I'll set that up. We'll, we'll get something. Thanks, Biohazard. Next email is from H- Agus Rind. Uh What are your guys' thoughts on the existence of percent max HP true damage? It seems like the only way to counter it is champ select. It's like having uh, AD that scales with enemy armor or AP that scales with enemy MR. It's designed to counter what counters it, and it feels extremely toxic to play against. Perhaps if they really wanted a true damage tank buster, they could have it scale off the enemy's bonus health rather than max that way it's not quite as powerful against a more squishy team and they can punish you for choosing a tank buster champ agus rend so if i'm not re- mistaken the only percent max hp true damage in the game is vain correct
1: yeah, i think
0: uh kraken think... slayer also right No, kraken's a, kraken's flat does it doesn't Gwendolyn scale with any
1: magic or does it going do percent is that a tr- um, true or it doesn't do true right That's the only other one I can think of. I think it's just percentage. I don't think it's true.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about her passive, though. But, like, either way, there are, like, very, very few amount, like, instances. Right? Yeah. Um, Yeah, No, it looks like... It looks like it's just... It looks like Gwen's passive is the max HP thing and that's magic damage. Well her ult is magic magic
1: percentage max max magic damage as well. I thought her passive was the true damage, but her true damage is only on her Q. Yeah, is only in the mid Q, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: Which scales with AP and that's it. So I So we're talking about is Vane is Vane W problematic. Yeah, I think so. Um she does kind of get shut down by attack speed slows more than most other characters because she does tend to, to like the attack speed uh and then she's not building a ton of like actual attack damage um and even crit in most places most cases um so she gets even shafted harmer, uh, harder by the rock solid passive that a lot of attack speed items uh, attack speed reducing items have that being said like is it frustrating to build hp and have it countered yes is it frustrating to be like to build armor and have it countered yes um but i think vayne's like very rarely been in the spot where she's ultra problematic and like there's there's actually no counterplay to her
2: yeah i think you you brought up a really good point where like i, I think that the initial argument against percentage max hp true damage is like there's nothing there's nothing you can do about it to get more survivability cuz armor doesn't matter and more health doesn't matter mm-hmm. but that's really not true right because like Firstly, health still matters. If I get a 1,000 health, sure, her Silver Bolts deal more damage, but... It's I'm... the same
0: percentage. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, but, re- like, it... that's not the only source of incoming damage. Yeah, yes. Right, where it's like, if you die to a vein, it's not because you took 90% of your total health as true damage from Silver Bolts. Mm-hmm. You maybe took 40%, maybe 50 Um, and then, you know, you mentioned, which I was going to bring up attack speed slows are super good at countering them and like the amount of hits they need to get. If you can't kill them in that amount of time or escape or, you know, CC, like that's not a problem I think with the mechanic, but with just the way it was played, you know, if there was a world where, you know, I had, Ten thousand armor, and I was playing Ramus, and it's like, okay, I died, and ninety nine percent of the damage I took was from, you know, silver bolts from Vain. Like I did something wrong there. If mm-hmm. she can kill me like that, yeah. Um, but I, I do think percentage max health, true damage isn't great. I think Vain being the only character with it is kind of fine, because that's sort of her thing um i i do think it would be nice to see more characters deal percent like bonus health damage and be like better tank busters but not as good at, at killing non-tanks it's just really tough because with like the items that are available and base damages if you're able to kill a tank you're also probably able to like three hit an eighty carry <laughs>
0: Yep, here's my uh, here's my reminder that Kraken Slayer is better against squishy champions than it is against uh, tanky champions because they have less HP to burn through. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the true damage ends up meaning more.
1: Yeah. Um, there is one more character in the game that percentage true damage. By the way, it's Fiora. Re- uh,
0: yeah, true. That's is the that, only other one. Is in that the max game? HP? Yeah. I see. So does yeah, Fiora in in vain.
1: Fiora a little different because there's this positional based, but still like it's yeah, still and is I, I think Fiora's true.
0: Uh, you know as frustrating as she can be to play against I think Fiora is actually like a really well designed character um that that does have counterplay uh and I know I like Aiden, a or, uh, Colton Colton's going to get really upset at me for saying that a Riposte is a, is a fair ability but that's that's my i just that's don't like the attack speed slow enough. that's like the only a share the attack speed fu- slow select. i hate that yeah. she can
1: fucking use it like incorrectly not the way that it's supposed to be and it can fucking win trade versus certain characters
0: and, and i would also be fine if we talked about it i think on fixing fiora um the the our patron show for that yeah um but maybe requiring it um to to be uh Posi- like the the position to actually matter, so she's only like CC immune in the 180 degrees in front of her. Like yeah. would be fine, as opposed to yeah. 360. But she only deals the like CC and stuff uh, in in a direction. But. Yeah,
2: I I would you know I I have issues with the ability. I think it it should be probably not even 180 degrees. Like it should be closer to like a cone in front of her (laughs) doesn't need to be 15 i I think like maybe 45 degrees would be i think more reasonable and probably if it was a faster animation and not i think you have like half a second or a full second to like have it out there and block an ability where it doesn't really require you to time it very well Mm -hmm. um i you know it's I think similar to me with like the issue that I have with Yasuo's wind wall is that if something is like behind where it will end up, it'll still block it as it goes out. So you don't actually need to like time it that well, right? Like if the Nidalee Q is behind where the wall will spawn and you throw it in that direction, it's going to pop that projectile anyway. I
0: personally feel that, doesn't apply to fiora um i would like suggest like playing some games on like playing more games than i guess you currently do which is none i it sounds like i'm flaming you a lot but i really don't mean it that way
1: but like you be not I, a fucking dumbass colton <laughs> <laughs> but like i have played
0: a lot of fiora on my on my smurf and like her riposte is not the easiest ability to use and it's definitely like it's definitely not this like super forgiving ability that you know blocks everything for three seconds
1: i do think the window pretty like i know it's 0. 0.75 seconds i know it off my top of my head i, I still think that is pr- pretty large for what it is i, I do think that the, the biggest like solution for it though would literally just make it so that you can't fucking repost in a circle so you only like repost uh in whatever direction you're facing I meaning you can't yeah. get hit by a cc and then stun someone in the opposite direction because that doesn't make sense you should you should repost the person that you
0: yeah you no, know I, mean? I and i i would agree with that yeah for sure but like i, I don't want it to seem like you're not f- ever like frame one having the reaction time to counter like nars or okay. something like that like what if
1: what if the stun duration is based on how quickly you did it like frame wise like how close to the cc you hit your
0: oh interesting so like how short it your your riposte had been active before? Yeah, so it's it like it's it's a one it's
1: like CC. a one second window instead of 0.75-second window. Yeah. but if you hit it like at the like, the the last possible frame, you get like a, a like a two second stun. Whereas that'd if you hit be, it like that'd be
0: fucking wild, it,
1: dude, that's it's kind of so I don't think it's a good mechanic because I think it's very like, no, there's I don't tons think of clarity like issues. That, yeah. But I like the idea for a character like Fiora because you have to hit like really yeah. like frame perfect parries yeah. to like, do shit. Mm.
2: And, and that, yeah, because that's the thing for me with the with it is that like. I want her to be that really high skill cat character, so like, I want it to be a very, and, very, and brief she window. is she she is. Okay, but okay. I think her I think her <laughs> repost is easy mode. Yeah, I I, uh, I I maybe I don't know. I'll 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 play a game of solo queue on Fiora, even though I've like not played the character since she's been reworked, and I'll probably win. I
0: I'll say that she's like she's definitely not the hardest character in the world to play, but like I think there's a difference between I one lane and one is fiora and i am playing fiora optimally and i will never lose a 1v1
1: she's pretty hard Uh, to play yeah Mm -hmm.
0: cool uh awesome so percentage (laughs) health true damage (laughs) Um, fine because it exists on two characters
2: yeah uh, next email is from Catsol. Hey guys, I've been listening to the podcast on and off for about a year and decided to finally send an email. I'd like to preface this with a statement that I know I could definitely be better at the game, but I feel like I'm not this bad. I've been playing League for a couple years now and have mostly uh, filled in draft normals with a preference for support or top. In the last week or so, I've started playing ranked after placing at Iron 1 earlier in the season. I've been playing a variety of Characters in the top lane, but I'm starting to feel like that isn't the best idea. I've lost 9 out of my last 10 games, and in most of those games, the enemy 80 carrier mid lane will have 10 to 15 kills by 10 minutes. Luckily, I have the mental fortitude of a god and know when to stop playing, so getting tilted actually isn't (laughs) a problem for me, but definitely gets me pretty close. Is there anything that I can do in the game to bring myself closer to being able to win these games, or do I just have to chalk them up to a loss? and hope that I get uh, lucky enough to climb. I gain about twice as much LP, so eventually I should be able to dig myself out of the hole that I'm in. Apologize for the moderate length of this email, and thank you all for giving me some time to get away from the monotony of a desk job every Wednesday, Castle.
0: Hmm. Um, I mean, so as a support... So as, as a top laner, it's going to be a little more challenging. Um, but as a support, you actually have a tremendous amount of... Um, impact on the map that Mm -hmm. a lot of like i would say lower elo players don't realize um i mean there's a reason that a lot of higher elo players think that um support is broken uh and it's because like you really just need levels and that's kind of it you don't you don't have to participate in like farming or positioning like exceptionally well wave management like that sort of thing for the most part throughout the game um so if you hit level three and you're on a character whose entire kit is unlocked essentially. I mean, if you're playing like Bard or, or Nautilus or Leona, like you don't truly need access to your ultimate, like you're going to be pretty effective um, early. So just leave lane, you know, it, tell your AD carry to, to be careful to sacrifice some, some CS in order to, um uh, to, to make some pressure on the map and, and just like, just go, you know, if if you're the support player, just leave lane. That That's what I would suggest. You guys have any uh, any tips?
1: Not for that specifically, but I do have something like after like this question, I want to like talk about that sure. I like I got reminded of. So,
2: yeah, I, I would. I mean, I would say like if you're playing top again, your options of roaming are a little bit more limited. Um, playing a hot like a, a big variety of characters is generally never a good thing for solo queue, um, and and I would really wonder about the idea of 10 to 15 kills by 10 minutes Um, because that's actually insane. If that's happening, like
1: you should be able to transition more of those into like leads is like the biggest thing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: So, yeah, I mean, I, I think, yeah, as a support roam more as the top laner, I mean, if other lanes are that ahead, like bot or mid, I think one of your best bets is to just like, ultra split push because if they're mid an 80 carrier ahead you're probably not going to win the team fight but you can still like kill their top laner and take a tower elsewhere mm-hmm. yeah for sure awesome thanks ketzel what do you got
0: for us aiden
1: um so i i don't listen to like him a lot anymore but i used to also listen to a lot of healthy gamer gg I don't, i'm not sure if you guys know who that is mm-hmm. he's yeah. like a esports psychologist guy who streams on twitch uh he was talking to uh moist critical uh about like gamer rage right and he's talking about league of legends and like he's talking about like dota but he's like mm. making an analogy for league of legends because like that's what they were talking about uh he's like this, this is a really interesting and i want to try it um he said, like, he finds AD carries rage a lot, right? AD carry players. And he thinks it's because, like, it's a role that typically you get strong later in the game then you have control, but you don't have a lot of control early game, right? Yeah. So, he, he said, like, he's found an effective strategy to make your AD carry in your game be less of a tilter, is as a support player, if you're losing lane, like, you're getting crushed, you ask your ad carry what he wants you to do oh do you want me to go mid or do you want me to help you push up bottom yada 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 because you're giving them back some level of control that they want to have and psychologically it it fills that need of like what they like want like this level of like control over the game and it's like fuck that actually makes a lot of sense dude. like literally like if your ad carry is losing lane just ask him like hey what do you want me to do like "I i can do whatever you want and like him like he's gonna boss you around a little bit but like it kind of gives him back this level of control and might actually like untold him and i'm like that's actually that actually makes so much fucking sense especially in like the world of league of legends and then yeah, you ignore
2: sure. what they request and call them a little yeah. bitch yeah they say help me shove bot and you say no way i'm ganking mid. you blow i just yeah, thought it was ask
1: super what interesting
2: want
0: them, ask them what they want you to do and then don't do it yeah i
1: just thought it was interesting cause I, I think it's actually something that actually would work in like a league of legends game yeah for sure for sure so. Yeah, and then if they awesome. tell you to,
2: like, roam mid and it doesn't work, flame them for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's going to Um Next, the email's from Michael. Hey, guys. Uh, so,
0: MSI ended a month ago, and I finally watched all the games, but I wanted to ask why there wasn't a third-place match. Did I miss it, or do they just not do it for League of Legends tournaments? Usually in other pro scenes, the third-place match is a meme where teams run the wildest comps uh, they can think of and try to run it down. Is this something they used to do and then stopped, or have they never done it? Would you want to see it in pro play, Michael? they definitely used to do it right. Um, for like, for some, I I think like at worlds, they did it. Um, yeah. And like, I think at like finals, LCS finals, they did it. Maybe still do it.
2: I'm not sure. They don't don't run it
1: for any international events. They just make the third and fourth place prize the same. Uh, it just speeds up games. I think they could do it for like a fun thing, but I think like it should be more of a fun thing than like a prize thing is like, yeah,
0: exactly. I, I think it still should be third, fourth. Um, like in, in terms of prize money, but it would be fun to see like third, a third place match.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. More league is always good.
0: Make, yeah. For make sure.
2: The third place prize pool, like a hundred dollars more than fourth place.
0: Especially when like, uh, typically they've been doing, um, one semifinal Friday, one semifinal Saturday, one semifinal Sunday, or, and then one grand final Sunday, right? Yeah. So you could just squeeze in another game, like just a single game on on sunday but
2: yeah i think i'd be sick know. awesome yeah thanks michael mm-hmm. and final email from casey stranger hello league we, have cast. Two. we have i'm sorry we have one more after that oh oh yeah no okay we got more i i saw all the bullet points from the next email and thought it was yeah. our <laughs> end of the doc um so next email is from casey stranger hello league cast host I'd like to ask you to lock in your bets now between official release and one year later how many mechanics will be removed from Nyla's kit. I'll define a removed mechanic as a single line of patch notes that causes Nyla to no longer be able to do something. Obviously simple numbers changes are excluded. For a more complicated example, Nyla can currently cast Q and R during her dash. If both got removed on the same patch and in the same statement of patch notes, that would be one removed mechanic. But if they all got but if they got removed individually, that would be two. <laughs> I will set a calendar reminder to follow up on this. I apologize for the length of the sentence. I disagree um, I th- with um, the idea that those are two separate things. <laughs> I agree, yeah. Um I think your criteria is whack. Um, I don't know how many weird mechanics she has, so I'm just gonna go out there and say she's gonna lose three. Colton, I don't want to
0: overreact, but this is one of the most disgusting like character kits I've ever like heard it's in my entire crazy. life, and it is like very difficult to be a riot apologist. Uh, upon reading this,
1: I I still am in a riot. Apologist, I think like it, it, she's made it as an she's made it as a melee rage bottom laner. So like that's what she's balanced around. She needs to be strong, or else she can't fucking function in the role. Uh, that being said, I think that she's still maybe like a little overloaded with shit. It's kind of crazy. Um, yeah,
0: I, I don't know. It's just one of those things where like you expect her to have certain weaknesses because she's good against like you would expect her to be good against ranged auto attackers, right? Yeah, which she is she seemingly is based on based on kit and nothing else but then she also has damage reduction against magic damage which you would expect her to be weak against because that's not her intended role yeah and like that and then there's like a lot of other stuff it's it's just kind of crazy specifically
1: the mechanic i think they're going to remove is i think they'll remove the ability to use your auto attack blocking thing on your ally when you like dash them like okay. cuz i think they get the buff if i'm not mistaken yes you, they like, do they do so i for think a that's, shorter amount of time though yeah i think that, that will get to get dropped so she can only get it i think that's like the only thing that will be changed that i can like see at least but so your we'll number see. is 1 yeah 1 and i specifically yeah, called it out
0: <laughs> uh i'm going to go mm I'm going to f- I'm going to go 5. I think there's like the character just has so much. She's got armor pin. She can like if she shields herself, You're she gives it to an ally. With... Like I I I don't know. I don't know. Like I could easily see it like she doesn't get her ally shielding. Five or, or though, heels, Nick? like one of the two. Yeah, I'm going five. You're like, smoking I, I weed, think penis
1: enough. and cock, all at the same I'll,
0: I'll go, I'll go, I'll go super high, so Colton can go somewhere in the middle and be right.
2: I already said three. I I you answered first. I didn't middle. even know oh, how many we I can. yeah and, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I said like you can go in the middle and be right. <laughs> cool. Because I think one is absolutely ridiculous. Your high is you're you're absolutely insane. I mean, if you think I'm
1: thinking of like the, the, what are the characters that got the most stuff removed? Uh, my mine is probably a collie is probably the highest number of things removed, and it's like what true stealth like what like it's hard to come up with mechanics that are removed you know what I mean
0: true stealth being able to cast Q during ultimate um yeah. like it's I hard you know what I yeah, mean yeah that's true that's true maybe five five is definitely too high and like, I'll, like, I'll keep it
1: Irelia is another one that's like a lot and it's like <laughs> it's like I guess like it's like I can't even think of them I feel like I really had a bunch but she has the shield break removed like you know what I mean it's, it's hard to come up with mechanics I just think that like I, I think she has oh, a lot.
0: Oh oh, she also had um disarm.
1: Disarm, yeah. But it's like that. That's two, and those are characters that I both was like, holy fuck, they just like yeah, gutted true. the entire change of the thing. Like I, I agree that like she's gonna get changed. I just think that like five is just like that's a lot of stuff.
0: <laughs> five is a lot. Um, I'll tone it down to four just so I can Hell, still yeah. be the highest. But like I, I could just easily see like okay, they remove some aspect of like the healing and shield share. They remove some like. Maybe they remove the armor pen that she had, like they remove the overhealing on her ultimate, like yeah. something like that. You know, it like maybe, maybe it's not huge things, but there's so much in this character's kit that like truly worries me. Yeah, um, that like I'm I'm sure it will be fixed eventually.
1: But in in chat on that paper, XP it's... Uh, XP like XP shares, oh the XP like, share that's probably yeah. a, a one that will probably get at <laughs> least changed.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is like severely nerf doesn't i would say severely count nerf as counts change, as a change but... in my opinion oh okay okay like okay. If,
1: if they make it so that like you don't get fucking full xp or like between the two you don't get like almost full xp like then I, they're fucking changing the mechanic you know what i mean like
0: yeah that's true that's true i, I would, get, like, I would like, even it,
1: give you guys that like
0: it's like 33 percent more xp right yes like you go from you go from like 62 to 80 percent yeah 62 to 81 like percent
1: yeah, is the amount of xp that you get in the lane which is it's a lot Absol- i mean fucking it's that was the best part about mordekaiser is that fact that you got full xp yeah right? full xp yeah mm-hmm. anyways we should probably uh, keep going because uh, we are, yeah. still have a couple emails thanks together. casey
0: hopefully that helps our last emails from nathan i also pared this one down um because it was quite long uh tried to keep all of the points uh intact but if you feel like i didn't do a good job you definitely email again in uh and and you know follow up on this um Wanted to give more feedback regarding, uh, the two out of five story, uh, says he's a five-year listener with some feedback. The quality of the show is good and consistent, especially compared to other shows. Emails are the foundation of the show and he wouldn't change much in that regard. Um, he should cut down uh, on some of the more lengthy emails. 90% of them are good. 10% contain too much info, uh, and feel like an excuse to get them read on the show. Uh, the long story and fanfic emails are brutally long and spark no discussion whatsoever. Uh, he thinks we should put them in the, in the Discord channel. Um, the LCS and competitive talk is just right. Just right. It's nice to have a top-level picture of what is happening. Uh, n- reading new patron names is okay, th- but the full list is too long. He doubts many people are, are on, on the edge of their seats, finding out which Josh uh, there are. Um, the ad reads are fine when the longer shows are better as long as the discussion is good uh i think he said like he'd rather have an 80 minute uh b quality lead cast episode than a 40 minute a plus episode um i feel like it's really interesting to me
1: a lot of people like just stuff to fill up their day which i understand but then there's the complete opposite. like you don't want to just produce shit right (laughs) like so yeah exactly
0: we would definitely rather spend like 40 minutes doing the craziest content of our lives than just like an average show yeah right Um, But he says, all in all, keep following your instincts and doing what you're doing. The show is remarkably consistent and fresh for something that is done weekly and going on 10 years. It's past 10 years, my friend. Uh, Thank you, Nathan. (laughs) I do want to just like, uh,
1: only other thing I want to add is like, um, obviously, like the statistic is that in six months half your like listener base like is rollover right like you, you, that's mm-hmm. just how like audiences work and stuff like that whether it's different for podcasts i'm not sure that's usually like a live stream metric um is like in six months half your audience is gone you have a new audience mm-hmm. um that being said we've constantly kind of like changed over the show and we can't pretty consistently look for feedback on stuff like at one point dude half our fucking emails were people writing in champion concepts
0: yeah uh, and
1: th- that was a little bit rough because like hey we just read out this guy's champion concept and then kind of try to discuss it um and then we just put that into like a channel for people to discuss and uh, it kind of died out and i I understand that like it probably didn't get as many eyes and people probably felt bad about it but it also wasn't worth like five minutes or 15 minutes of every show reading out champion concepts right so Mm -hmm. it's it's something we'll like constantly just work with and we'll figure out what's best for our uh, show and i appreciate the feedback yeah thank you that's that's one uh, of the
0: things that's been like most exciting about talking about this on the show is everyone's had feedback and it's really cool to see people like as passionate about this as we are Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: And I think we've seen a lot of like different angles where for as many people have like pitched in on the conversation, very rarely do two people have the exact same stance where, you know, in in any piece of content with like a bunch of different sections, some people are going to like, you know, these ones and dislike other ones and it's not going to be the same for everyone. Um, But it, it is really nice to like get that feedback from the audience. One thing I got to say Nathan, the ad reads are fine. No, the ad reads are great. They're the best <laughs> <And> part of so... <laughs> the show. He he had other words to use for it,
0: but it was pretty much like ad reads suck as a listener obviously, they're not like super great, um, but they're a uh, necessary evil, so to speak. Yeah, I
1: mean it's yeah. it's, how you, it's how you make the bread. Like so. the reality is companies can just pay you way more than like individual listeners and it takes some burden off like listeners to like support and we, us. and it's
2: I, yeah. I try to make them entertaining when I <laughs> You do a great job. Thanks. Um, yeah, the only other thing, you know, he, him bringing up, like, the long story slash fanfic emails, and I think that those are tough because every now and then we'll get one that's just, like,
1: top notch. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Zod is I mean, if we enjoy it, like, it's those. fine. Like, yeah. at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like- mm-hmm. We just have to be um, better judges and we have to pare stuff down. The issue is pairing stuff down means that we have to read through it all, which then takes time, like, you know what I mean? Versus just copy pasting it, just fucking trusting our gut that people sent in good content. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. as,
2: as well as, like, I, I think part of what makes the the male fight section feel so much like a conversation is that we are reading this f- for the first time, for the most part, and, like, reacting yeah. live, um right so that that makes it feel like it is a conversation and less so like i'm responding and have thought about it for an extended period of time Mm -hmm. which if we do pare down the emails like you know we've we've already now thought about it quite a bit probably
1: yeah Yeah, for for sure awesome
0: um and i wanted to check one thing really quick um the Blue Essence Emporium is live, Yeah, I, I wanted to
1: mention that at the beginning of the show, but it didn't go live until like literally an hour before we started. It's, yeah. uh, they, they, every skin, because it's going to be the last one they're going to do for what people think is forever. I think they'll just rework it at some point. Uh, we'll see. Um, but all the chromas are for a thousand, uh, essence when they're, what, what they used to be like 3000, 2000,
0: it was 2000.
1: Yes. Yeah, so they, they're half off. So they're really cheap. I'm mm-hmm. buying them. I'm literally buying them while we're fucking doing this show. <laughs> I bought like a hundred. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I just saw the Reddit post, so I wanted to make sure to, to mention it. So We'll talk about it on the show as well in. next week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It usually lasts for like two or three weeks, right? Yeah. So cool, 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 cool. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you. Oh, wait. um, Email us, mail at Watch us on Twitch at Kinglar. and On Twitter, we are lecast. On Facebook, we're lecast. Visit our website, lecastpodcast.com. Join our Discord server, discord.gg/slash leaguecast, and support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash leadcast. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.
2: Bye.